Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Marisa. And I'm Mariana. And we're the Crowmeister Sisters. As a reminder, this podcast is rated T for Teen for strong language and mature themes. If you would like a podcast that that keeps it clean and talks Nancy Drew, um, then I, that sounded mocking. It was not. <laughs> we do talk Nancy Drew. No, no. But I'm saying that's a clean podcast and talks Nancy Drew. Oh, okay. These are two different points. It's not like a, that's a, anyway. Go listen to her very own podcast, Unlocked. <laughs> what are we talking about today, sister? I don't know, but I'll bet you Tammy Tucky doesn't have to fight with anybody when she records her <laughs> podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She has to talk to voice actors a lot. Yeah, actors but they get real combative. <laughs> actors can be combative. I should know. <laughs> We should know. We were actors for a while. You can't just kill actors. They're not animals. You ever eat with one? Eat with one? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Producers is such a funny show. So, today... (laughs) This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. It has everything to do with what we're talking about. No, it doesn't. Um, Today, we are talking about... We're we're just going to fix some more games. But call us the game doctors, because we are here to fix this game. So, you know how in Hollywood there are things called script doctors? Carrie Fisher was one. Where they are given scripts that are haven't been, you know, put on as movies yet. And the script doctors take a look at the scripts. And they fix them. They edit them. They make them better. Make them more natural and stuff like that. We want to be those, but yeah. for games. <laughs> We want to be game doctors. Please hire us. Really? Um, because we've done this. This is our fifth time <laughs> doing these let us fix your games for you. Yeah. Um, and let us just say we are the game doctors. Please hire us for interactive. Please. Next time, before you even try to put out a new game, send the script to us. Let us know. We'll tell you if it's shit or not. Yeah. Okay. Let's get started. You don't have to just throw shit at the wall until it sticks, all right? Exactly. We will help you. We don't need another shattered medallion on our our hands. We don't need another Rance of the Seven Ships. It's fine. We can fix these things before you just chuck them at people. Exactly. So, today we're just going to fix two more games for you after the fact, just to let you know. How we could have helped you. <laughs> to be fair, one of these games would have been when we were like 12, so we couldn't have helped you at that point. But Maybe not. Um, <laughs> you know, actually, to be fair, probably could have helped you then, too. Um, probably. <laughs> but let's start there. Let's start you know there. Let's start there. The year is 1998. So actually, I was nine. Um... <laughs> It's 1999, Ariana. Okay, fine. You I was 10. 10. <laughs> okay. The year is 1999. <laughs> Soap operas are on the rise. No, okay, but really, what we're talking about is Stay Tuned for Danger. I've entitled this Stay Tuned for Danger Remastered because I am actually remastering it, not just putting a corkboard puzzle in it. Um, <laughs> are you just going to stick a stick a detective in there and just call it good? <laughs> All right. There's a detective. All right. I've done my job. Next. Okay. <laughs> so 
This is another one of those games that is great premise, poor execution. <laughs> okay? Because it is a great premise. Like, you got... Uh, uh, you're, you're in, a, in a studio where they record... Um, although, why do they only record the one episode? Well, the one episode. The one scene from the one episode. Um... <laughs> We've seen soap operas. They've got they got a lot of stuff they need to take care of. There's just one studio with one set, and I'm very concerned for their production. Anyway, point That's being, true. It's, <laughs> and they're the only ones who filmed there. Well, why would only one? Like anyway, okay. I'm not I'm not going to get into those details right now. But the point is, <laughs> we've got a we've got a, a studio. We've got actors. We've got you know cantankerous um um writers we've got we've got all kinds of stuff okay this is this is a great recipe that you know the eggs didn't make it into the bowl and the flour stayed all the way across the room and you thought you could use (laughs) cornstarch for some reason but anyway (laughs) that analogy really got away from you (laughs) just like this story so anyway Here are some ways that you can fix this game. All right. Step one. The most important step. Hire director. <laughs> step step two. two. No. Step one. Find the worst play ever written. Step two. I'm so sorry. Continue. If you hadn't started the whole thing with a producer's reference, I wouldn't have had to. <laughs> okay. So step one. Let's punch up the characters because this is where this game falls unbelievably short. If your characters are just cardboard cutouts that have (laughs) little, like, phrases attached to them that you can... You need to fix them. They're not not engaging characters. (laughs) These people just, like, sit in their dressing rooms and have a single character trait. So, like, (laughs) we've got Maddie, who is nice, I think is her character trait. <laughs> Maddie is an actress, is her character trait. Maddie is an actress in a smart suit who, um, you know, whatever, man. Like, she just, <laughs> she's nice and the world shits on her, I guess, is the point. I don't know, man. Anyway. And she's then naive. That's her character trait. And then there's uh, Rick, who is a grease stain on a napkin. Um, like, like a bacon. Like a bacon grease. Um... <laughs> And then there's Lillian, who is a cactus. And <laughs> there's um, Mr. Rent-A-Cop and Miss Crazy Lady, who have so so little to do. Like, literally, Rent-A-Cop Ralph has, like, two lines that he says. Thanks, Miss Drew. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Drew. Anyway, but, like... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Like, there's nothing to them. Mm. They need characters. They need to actually be characters. Let's try writing mm. for once, you guys. Um, wow. So, <laughs> let's give Harsh. Maddie... I know. I'm sorry, but let's 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 give it a shot. Let's try writing. Um, so, Maddie, let's give her some depth. So, okay, we know that she's a softie, okay? Because she she's nice. She, she um, continues to have Dwayne around, even though he's, like the bottom of the barrel as far as agents are concerned um he doesn't get her any jobs i don't know <laughs> what she pays him for um but she not only <laughs> continues to pay him to be her agent but um 
She, she also owns him money. Yeah, gives him like several grand for some reason. <laughs> like, so we see that she she she's a bit of a pushover. So let's see that come into like actual character. Like, maybe we can see that adding to her motives. Like, because I I like to feel like, and I I like to feel like anybody could have been the suspect. So like maybe I mean that's Maddie, just that's just how mysteries are supposed right? to work. That's how they're supposed to work. You're not supposed to go, nope, that person definitely didn't do it. I can tell because all of their cards are on the table. Um that's yeah, not how I mean, mysteries you're work. You're not supposed to just have one red herring <laughs> and one suspect. That's stupid. That's not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> maybe it's Lillian. Oh no wait. <laughs> anyway, um I'm sorry. So Continue. let's give her, let's give her, like, maybe she is getting offers uh, to leave the show, but she she's such a softie. And so she's like, no, I, I feel like I should stay with this show that really gave me my, my you know, my footing. I feel like I should, I should be here. And then maybe that translates into, um, like, maybe be, so that she doesn't have to feel bad. She's trying to get the show canceled so that she can leave without worrying mm-hmm. about it. Or maybe, maybe... Rick is trying to leave, and so she's threatening him because, mm. hey, if she can't leave, you know, how how dare he break up the family, right? Or, yeah, yeah, it's like a sentimental shit yeah. where it's like, you can't break up the family. Like, I could totally see her going crazy with that. Yeah. Like, like having some, some little rant, and we're like, oh, are you okay, Maddie? And she's like, oh, huh. Sorry, this week's just taken a lot out of me. You know, something kind of like, you know. Yeah. So we could have like a little a little chink in her armor, okay? Um, and, and let's let's talk about Lillian. Now, um, I would like her to be a semi-reasonable character. Like, by semi-reasonable, I mean not being a bitch to Nancy because she disarmed a bomb. Because <laughs> I'm not getting over that one. Um, I know. Like, her <laughs> only... Like- her characteristic, her, her characteristic, sorry, her characteristic is just being bitchy and apparently a psycho ex-girlfriend. So yeah. that's it for her. Like, all right, we're done. All right, our ladies in this in this game are mm, top notch. Um. Anyway, uh, so let's let's um. Let's just tone down her aggression, okay? Because, like, really, she can be a bitch. She's That's fine. We have plenty of bitches in these games. Like, um, Lena is the name of the girl in Shadow Medallion, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Lena, great classic I bitch. know. I always I love mix her. up Lena and Leela. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly was like, oh, crap, I'm saying the wrong name, huh? Uh, but no, because Lena is, is, is all snarky and everything like that. and But she also... Okay, that's that's what I want. I want Lillian to have um, situational awareness. <laughs> I want her to, yes. to be bitchy in the right ways, not just that to her entire character. Um, for Rick, fine. He's that disgusting guy with all that weird machismo. Who entrevue? Like, fine. If that's gonna be his 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 what he leads with as a person, fine. But. I would like to have a fall for Rick. I need to actually feel like, like okay, yeah, like like Brady Armstrong. You know how we we see him kind of like come down a bit sometimes, where you can see him feeling bad about himself or whatever. Um, 
So I need that from Rick. I need him to like have a moment after the bomb goes off or something where he's like, okay, I've been acting real cool, but dude, I'm going to lose it. He's yeah. just like, I need, I need, I do need your help, Nancy. Okay. I am glad Maddie brought you on because I need this. And, and we're maybe thinking, maybe this is a ploy. This might be a publicity thing. So they kind of, because that, that's totally out of his character. So it's like, now is he really having a a, a breakdown or is he uh, just doing this for, for show? <clears throat> Damn yeah. actors. Because even, even like full on, full on like Lotharios will freak out over a, over a bomb, right? In like, like, like nobody's a gonna human. stay fucking calm about that. <laughs> like, sure, if you're like, oh, it's fine. It's yeah, all these ladies—they're just falling all over me. They're just obsessed with me. <laughs> I'd like, but for him. the moment someone literally tries to kill you, mm-hmm. you're not going to feel like that anymore. <laughs> That's not how humans are. In fact. I would like it as a nice little touch if he thinks that maybe it's because he's a womanizer. Because he maybe he's like, what yeah. if I jilted the wrong girl? And that would be a nice way to lead us into thinking maybe it's Lillian or Maddie. Yeah, that's what um, I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So maybe like, he would send us on the path to Lillian being like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe I messed up with Lillian. Maybe you should look into this. Right? Because no one does that. No one send us sends us on the path to Lillian. We just go through like, trash they for should, some reason. They should send us on the path to Lillian because she is kind of crazy. Yeah. Okay, continue. Um, but no, yeah. So that's what I'd like from him. I need some sort of fall from grace for him mm-hmm. so that we see he's an Definitely. actual human. I don't know. It's crazy. Definitely. Um... Do Dwayne better. Just, just, <gasps> just do him better. Like, I approve of him and his, his, what we gleam as his, um, um, motives. Uh, because they're not very clear. It's very weird and, and stilted. So just, that just needs to be smoother. Honestly, I, I have, think I have no problem with his character because we don't get to see enough of his character to know. Yeah. What we do see is, is he's this kind of, you know, Obviously very Hollywoody, so there's, like, that sort of veneer. Um, yeah. But at the same time, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. So then when he's suddenly all menacing and in shadow, that, that is that that if we got more of that, it would be much more menacing. That would honestly make yeah. that reveal super, like, wait, what? The nice guy who, who, who told me to be safe and 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 then got me a cab or something like that like i i would like that. he was gonna fucking kill lillian he was gonna murder lillian and then he was gonna kill us because we were there <laughs> so we need to feel that scariness yeah like and we don't and and you can do it in a kid-friendly way i get them maybe wanting yeah. to you know cool it on that but yeah you, you brought murder in you brought murder in you, you already did it. It's already at the table, so you don't don't dress it up like it's candy. Um, so yeah, uh, no real notes on um, Millie and Ralph. Their characters are great. I would just like to see more of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, please give Ralph more lines yes. other than "Can I see your ID?" Thanks, Mister. <laughs> I do it. love That's that he tackles the guy. I do love that he tackles Dwayne at the end. But like, I would like know. a personality from him. Yes, like uh, just. 
I want to hear about his aunt or his sisters or his yeah. cousins, something. I want to hear every single time I come in, I want to be able to ask him about his family. Because I feel like he has Oh, you want to see family. this picture of my, my niece's uh, uh, exactly. school pictures just came in, you know? He's clearly want- like a nice little family man. He, he loves exactly. his family. You know? I want to hear all about his family every single time we come in. And maybe he's fallen on hard times and that's why we think maybe he might be extorting or something. Make him a suspect. I want everyone to be a suspect. Yeah, Millie's got the crazy thing going for her. I just basically lean into them a bit more. Commitment. Commitment. They're already kind of one-noted. That's okay. Just lean into it. Give them more. So yeah. And above all else... I need it to feel like it's a cast. Like, these are people who interact with each other. We need to know what their interactions would be if they were in the same room together. Yeah. I, it, it, You can't tell anything. <laughs> you, I, yeah. You're, like, blindsided going into Lillian's room because it's like, oh, did we know any of this? <laughs> did we know they existed in the same reality? Right. <laughs> like, the closest they come is they have that picture of them all. You know, that really shitty picture of all four of them. Um, (laughs) You know, that Ralph Lauren catalog uh, with their their CGI faces post. Yeah. That's really it. Give me emails, letters. I mean, we already look at Millie's email. Give us give us some other stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. Step two. (laughs) I'm I'm almost done. These last ones are pretty quick. Um, Step two. Step up the plot. Like I said, it's a good start. You know, we've got good story beats, a good premise, a great location. Um, it just needs to flow together better. Like, the story beats are weird, harsh left turns um, that make no Like, I need everything to really be there. I need it to be more co- cohesive. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't even necessarily add anything to that. Um, just... Make it work. Make it work for yourselves. Yes. Um, step three, my final step. Puzzles. For the love of fuck, just put some <laughs> puzzles in this goddamn yeah. game. Yeah. I am, and I mean, maybe some clues so many things about what you can to do. do. Yeah. There are so many things that you can do in a stage. Like, mm-hmm. right? There are so many things so you many can things. do. Especially since you become, you become a stagehand. Mm-hmm. Like, you are literally become a stagehand. There are so many stagehand things you can do. You can be sorting props. You can be uh, setting up uh, cues. You can be putting down, oh, having to sort a, a tape or yeah. whatchamacallit. Um, what's it called? Tape. Gaffer's tape? Put, no. On, oh. Um, starts with an S. When you put it on the floor. Oh, you know what I mean. Putting down tape on the on the set and stuff like that. Anything like that, that's good. Yeah, we we find that um that blocking um sheet. Yeah, we do. So we should be like having Even to put things down, and that's and that's annotating find scripts, yeah, stuff like that. Like any of those anything things like work. that. Just 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 give us things helping to with do. costuming. Yeah, I was gonna like say that. go through dirty Setting laundry. Up people's, yes, setting up people's quick changes, stuff like that. Yeah. Anything like that. All of that is good puzzles. I'm just saying. So anyway. Any of those. Yeah. Puzzles. So to reiterate, punch up the up the character, step up the plot, puzzles for the love of God. Those are my three steps to fixing this game. 
mic drop, but I'm not going to drop my mic because then I will undoubtedly lose my mic connectivity. So. Okay. Yeah. So that's how we would fix Stay Tuned for Danger. (laughs) Are you guys ready for this? Because I spent a good, a good while on mine. (laughs) It's also like three pages long. So, um, I've been avoiding this game because it's going to take, it takes a lot to fix it. But I'm going to talk about Trail of the Twister. As we've played through all of the games on stream, we've kind of reevaluated what we saw as our least favorite games. And I don't quite know with Ariana, but for me, I reevaluated and I figured out that my very, very least favorite game was Trail of the Twister. It's not good. Trail of the Twister is the worst because... For me, it was always in the bottom three, but at least Ransom of the Seven Ships and the Shattered Medallion, those are interesting. There's at least something going on in those games. Like, they're bad games to me, but at least there's something going on. Now, if you want to go back and see how I fixed Ransom of the Seven Ships, that's in our first We Fix Games episode. Um, Trail of the Twister for me is the worst game because... They took a really, really interesting story and plot, and they did it in the worst way possible. Like, if I explained this plot to you without without talking about the game, it sounds like a really good story. Honestly. If I told you that it's a game about storm chasers, it's about storm chasers where some there's sabotage happening. And the last intern just got hurt. So we're being brought in to go undercover, right? And I'm even telling you that it ends up in the end that the the person who sabotaged it is the one who's in charge because he didn't get tenure. And so he, out of spite, is sabotaging his own team so that he can yet at least get paid by the opposite team, by another team, right? That sounds really good. Right? That sounds like a good story. And yet when you play the game, it is miserable. (laughs) It is a terrible game. It's awful. It's it's just terrible. So let's fix it. How do I make this game not terrible? Well, we have to fix the plot. Well, how do we fix the plot? It's a good plot to begin with. So let's let's do something about it. Well, to first of all. I had to go rewatch the VOD <laughs> to remember exactly what went down because it's so, in my memory, the game is just so boring. It's that it doesn't stick with me. Plot wise, it's really is, bottom is that heavy. The entire too. game is so filled with nothing and then has little tiny bursts of plot. Um, so it, I mean, pretty much the skeleton of the plot is great, but. What happens is that we have this very burst of plot in the middle where we confront some people and then that huge burst of plot at the end. So what do we do to make it better? What we need to do is we have to distribute the plot better throughout the game. We have to keep it interesting throughout the game. Otherwise, what's happening is I'm getting some exposition and then I'm being bogged down with chores. And that's not interesting. Honestly, that's the biggest downfall of this game. Is that 
the plot is not distributed evenly. And that, like, it takes such an interesting premise and it turns it into the most boring game imaginable. <laughs> like, I remember being so angry after playing this game the first time, thinking, how did they make chasing tornadoes boring? <laughs> so we can't just wait until the end and do an exposition jump in the villain speech. Like, honestly. And that's not even the very end. That's another issue, which I'll talk about in a second. <laughs> we hear Scott talk a bit about 10 years throughout the game, but only a tiny bit. It needs to be more of a topic. Honestly, it needs to be something we hear about more throughout the game and not just from Scott. We need to hear it from every character. We hear about it a little bit from Debbie. We need to hear about it from Chase. We need to hear about it from Frosty. We even need to hear about it from Pa. If it's a very strong motive, we have everyone has to know about it. Because if not everyone knows about it, it's not a strong motive. That's a very big thing in mysteries is it's only a strong motive if it's like really known about to be honest um we also need it yeah it needs to exist outside of himself really that's the big thing so on the scott storyline it just needs to be dispersed because as it is it's a good storyline but it's very it's very congregated in one spot it needs to be dispersed now we need to look at the other storylines because we can't just have one one suspect, otherwise it makes no sense as a mystery, <laughs> you know? So we have other suspects and they're good suspects. They are on their own. We have Debbie, who could be, it's because she's trying to make Scott look crazy and get fired so she can take command, which in actuality, that is what's happening, really, because yeah. she thinks he's being a danger to everyone else. So she is kind of doing that. So we need to see that happening, but we don't. We hear one conversation, and that's really it. I mean, we need to see that. Otherwise, it's another time of it's being, it's in just one or two clumps, whereas we need it dispersed throughout the game. Otherwise, it's just... It's just so boring. It's monotonous with just a clump or two of something else. Uh, and it's, I mean, they spend more time trying to make Nancy feel crazy than Scott feel crazy, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And the side plots with Pa and with Chase and with Frosty all need to have more weight to them as well. Like, when I've played the game, any other time I've played the game or I've seen anyone play the game... The paw side story has never been resolved. I don't know if it can be resolved because I've never seen it resolved. Nancy never even talks to him about it from what I've seen. I, I, I'm sure you probably can, but I've never seen it happen. So that's bad game design. Like, if it does happen, but you don't have to make it happen, it's bad game design. I'm sorry. It just is. So if we're going to talk about how Ma died... Instead of just harassing a, a widow about his, like, instead of just <laughs> harassing him constantly, let's actually bring it up and resolve it, you know? And let's, I'll come to that in a second. We need to resolve it. Same with, we do resolve the chase stuff at least, but it's just like, haha, I gotcha. And that's like two thirds of the way into the story. And then it's, you know, oh, I guess you're just not the bad guy for the rest of the third of the story. I caught you. Now you say you're sorry. 
did my job. All right. I know. That's pretty much it. And the same thing happens with Frosty. We catch him doing something completely illegal. He's breaking his fucking contract and we let it go. And that's only about, that's about two thirds of the way into the game. And we're just like, I don't know. Guess it's okay. Guess I'm going to go vacuum like, up some mice. I mean, <laughs> I, I mix those things up. Sorry. It's fine. I'm going to come to that in a second, Ariana. <laughs> But they just, they fizzle out. And it's really, if you're going to do them, you have to make the motives. You can't just let them fizzle like that. You have to take these side plots and one or two of them can fizzle a little bit. You have to take them as far as they can go. Then you can rule them out. This is just how mysteries work. You can't let all of the mystery sidelines fizzle out so soon. Otherwise, there's no drama. That's not how mysteries work. They're a formula. That's what's hurts there me so much. There are rules to these things that you just... There are. It's like, the, this game makes no sense because you rule out all but two people until the very end. And really, Debbie isn't that much of a... Like, really, if you come to think of it, when you get to the end, Debbie really isn't that much of a suspect. Like, no matter what. Scott is still the person who's causing the issues, to be honest. But whatever. If you're going to commit, do it. They need to keep going. You can't just have yeah. two suspects in the end, really. You have to have at least three to make it worthwhile, to make the drama worthwhile. <sighs> yeah, and so, while we're talking about, like, open-ended mm -hmm. side side stories, we need to make the, the whole coming down and seeing somebody looking at Debbie's um, acceptance letter makes sense have that yes! somewhere <laughs> that never went anywhere nowhere that never went, don't know who was there never went. we never like in any playthrough i've ever been a part of that has never <laughs> gone anywhere maybe it does in other people's playthroughs but if it if it never went anywhere in any of mine it's bad game design because yeah. it means you can gloss over whole parts of the game just putting that out there um but it's just, if you're going to do something, commit to it. That's what I say in pretty much any of the times we do any of these fix the games ones. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do it, commit. So if you're going to do a plot line where Chase is going after oil, commit to it. If you're going to do it where Frosty is selling footage, commit to it. Make it a possible thing that they are the ones sabotaging things to make this go through. Like, Frosty selling the footage is the one to easily rule out earlier in the story, right? Yeah. There's no real reason for him to be sabotaging everything. But the chase one can go a lot further. Mm -hmm. The paw one can go a lot further. There's no reason to rule them out as early as they do. So, gosh. You just gotta keep fucking committing to it, guys. So, that's the plot. Ooh, I'm only on step two of three. I, that, that's step one of three. We're getting to step two. Ooh. This is... We're getting into it. Step two, gameplay, a.k.a. how to make this not Chore Simulator 2K10. Because that, <laughs> to me, that makes it so boring. So in the past, we've complained about games that were too puzzle heavy, that were just all complete puzzles that made no sense, a.k.a. Sea of Darkness, where we play 2048 to turn on the lighthouse, <laughs> which I will bring up every She's single time. Never letting that one go, you guys. This one is chores, which you'd be like, okay, Risa, you said chores are a lot better. Yes, 
when I was talking about treasure in a royal tower where I'm turning on breakers and fixing things and bringing people their boops. Not when I was vacuuming up rodents and catching mice constantly. Chores that move the story forward. Not chores for the sake of doing things. So this game gives us the worst of both worlds. It gives us unrealistic chores. We are tormenting rodents. (laughs) We are vacuuming up prairie dogs, which would kill them. (laughs) It would kill them. That would would kill them. It would just (laughs) murder them. Please do not vacuum up any living animal. That would kill them. And we catch mice three, four times in that game? Oh, God. Three times? I think four. I think four. I think it's four times. Um, Three is the max. You should do anything in any game, by the way. You should never do anything more than three times. Rule of threes, guys. That's the rule of three. Um, But every time we talk to someone, they give us a chore to do. Um... And it oftentimes has nothing to do with the mystery. It's stuff like turn on the sprinklers and vacuum up prairie dogs. And can you go turn on, fix the TV and fix stuff these like that. circuit boards so that you'll have enough money to, to go get the things that we need you to get anyways. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay you to fix these circuit boards. I would be okay with fixing the circuit boards if they were for something for the storm chasing stuff. Mm-hmm. Fixing circuit boards makes sense. But for extra money to go get cheese so I can go get cats. So I can continue to torment the local wildlife. (laughs) I mean, honestly, that's fucking ridiculous. And so here's what we have to think about. We have to think about what is a good puzzle and what is a bad puzzle. A good puzzle is something that furthers the story. So, what are the ones that we do that further the story? We do the... What's a good one is we do the one that... Um, the, the storm... The warning one. Mm-hmm. The one where we... On the map. Yeah. Where we put all the warning siren things. Not sirens. You know what I mean. Alarm. Yeah. Things. I mean, that one's siren. great. It teach us about, teaches us about things. It's a logic puzzle. And it also has to do with what we do in the story. Same with taking the photos for of the clouds yeah, and stuff. I definitely, I definitely think that's a good one. And it te- it brings us all around the map as well, as well. And it it's just, it, that one's good. What are bad puzzles? <laughs> the rest of the game. So many of these puzzles are bad. <laughs> The keys puzzle at the very end. <laughs> puzzle. Torturing rodents. Um, using a renogram to turn on a camera. Doesn't make sense. Um, Debbie's fucking filing system. Um, oh, a good another good one was uh, turning on the fixing the fi- the the phone jack. That one was good. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a, yeah. like a more abstract way to do it. Yeah, that's okay. Um, like a storm fries something and we have to fix it. That's fine. Yeah. That's furthering the story. But it's just like, we can't just be fucking, 
fixing random things the entire time. That's, it's just, it's no way to, it's no way to do the game. This is no way to game. It's no way to do the game. It's awful. It's terrible. And I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. Thanks. You're awful and tacky and I hate you. And side note, that you can play the entire game without playing Land Rush. Yeah. So, Didn't play it once. And I've learned recently that you can do a money cheat by you go play Land Rush, you click one square and you back away and you immediately get 250 paw pennies. I think somebody told me that in the chat when I was uh, no, streaming. No, in the chat, someone was trying to get you to bring up the cheat console. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this this is a, you just go, you click it, and you back away. I'm like, wow. So, my last piece of gameplay advice. No. You know what? No. <laughs> Got so much more. No, I have more. No, no, no. Not really. No, I do. No, I just have one last piece of gameplay advice. It's about driving. And you know how much I hate driving in the games. So either get rid of driving or make it better. So if you're going to have the GPS, put the mini-map on the screen. Yes, for the love. Please stop having you have to go back into the inventory to look at, not inventory, but clicking on the GPS to bring it back up, having it cover the entire screen and then go back down and have to memorize in your brain. First of all, that's bad driving, kids. Yeah, that's distracting driving. So, like, that's... This is how Ariana Nancy uh, causes like 12 car pileups. I'm just, I mean. Honestly, it's terrible. It's just, it's awful. It's just terrible. Just So just keep it up. And in the chase scene in the end, Debbie tells us, and keep your radio on. She then she doesn't does. tell us anything else the rest of the time. Why? Can she tell us things? Can she tell us, okay, now try and corner him? Can she give us advice? Yeah. Because... We have no clue what to do. We're just following him until he gets to the spring house. Look out, do there's a just... storm on, on, on Windmill yeah. Lane. I don't know the roads. So, like, there's nothing we can do. We just follow him while everything's stressful and there are storms around. And it's just like, I don't know, guess I'll die. Um, like, <laughs> like, there's nothing we can do other than just follow him and follow the little arrow. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. Give us some give us some fucking help, Debbie, for once. So her help that's is that's what it looks like it's time to go to bed, Nancy. <laughs> I mean, when the sun's still fucking out every single time. Fuck you, Debbie. But that's my that's my advice on, on the game design itself, the yeah. gameplay. Now I'm gonna move on to characters. So this is my last step. <laughs> step three characters. Um, I'm going to say there is one character of this entire game who's nearly perfect. Is, and it's actually going to surprise people because I have stated that this is my least favorite character in the game. Um, and it's Scott. But Scott is perfect as who his character is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Scott is supposed to be creepy. He's supposed to be that person you don't want to be in his office with. Because he's been denied tenure for a reason. He's supposed to be that professor you don't want to be in a room with. Um, he's supposed to be that person. 
Mm-hmm. Honestly, they do a really good job as portraying him as someone who doesn't work well with others. They do a really yeah. good job as portraying him as skeezy, as terrifying. Right down um, to the as, uh, the facial expressions they give him in the game. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's all right there. It's not surprising that he does leave Nancy in the middle of a field in the middle of a tornado, to be fucking honest. Alarming, but surprising, though. <laughs> to be honest, I have... Uh, I have had professors like Scott, so... You know? Yeah. And one of them actually ended up being... Uh, <laughs> he ended up being... Uh, to having his tenure taken away, interestingly enough. But for, for sexual misconduct. Um... <laughs> Other characters who weren't as perfectly portrayed as Scott. <laughs> pa. Pa is really close to being good, to be honest. Yeah. However, he's kind of portrayed as Joseph 2.0, right? Yeah. But he's back and even more pitiful than ever. <laughs> like, we spend that entire game with Nancy being like, so Pa, where's Ma? Like, bitch, I know what like- happened. Yes, we read, like, in the beginning of the game in some playthroughs. Like, in our original playthrough and Ariana's playthrough most recently on our channel, we read that article in Scott's office at, like, the beginning of the game of Ma dying in the storm. And the entire game, we're like, so, Pa, where's Ma? Where's your wife's dead body, Pa? (laughs) It's like, we know she's fucking dead. (laughs) So just leave it alone. But at the same time, he's just... The entire game he's spent just being like, well, you know, she's just around the corner. And it's like, oh my god. Can we at least give him some fucking dignity? So upsetting. Like, this is a man who's accomplished so much. He's a very important man in this town. Yeah. And we reduce him to this, I don't know, this sad old man yeah, and it's just boring like, it's tired and i just want more to him yeah i mean the most amount we get is that he he likes the the the, the local theater mm-hmm. that's like it <laughs> and then even then he likes the local fe- theater but he always forgets his lines and it's like oh and i'm old man video game <laughs> i know it's just <sighs> he could be so much better honestly it just, it goes to that place of we really need to, especially in children's video games, treat elderly people with respect. Her really likes to, sorry, her really likes to um, either have doddering old fools or cranky, like, curmudgeons. Yeah. We get the Josephs or we get the um, Dexters. Yeah, I was going to say Dexter or Red Knot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking Renata was my other... <laughs> Because it's the it's the cranky old people or the people with slight dementia. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's what we're given. And that's frustrating. Yeah. So that's how I feel about Pa. That's how we need to... We need to give him his dignity back. Elderly honestly. representation. I, I work with elderly people, so it's a big thing for me. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. We both work with elderly people, yeah. so it's a huge issue for us. <laughs> Not make them seem like worthless garbage. Like exactly. 
oh, Honestly. we should pity them. No. How about you just treat them like they're, human beings? Like, let's They're let's... fucking people. When you get over the age of 60, you're still a person and you <laughs> still matter. Believe it or not. Still got a brain so, in there. I know. You don't immediately just get shipped to an old person's home and no longer make any sense. Sorry, we're pushing off on the iceberg. I mean... I know. So, that's Pa. Pa <laughs> needs to get fixed. Um, Debbie. First of all, fuck you, Debbie. Just, mmm. So, okay. Oh, I'm good. Um, <laughs> Debbie needs to be less abrasive. So we need to want her to take over from Scott. Mm-hmm. Because as it is, I don't want her to take over from Scott. I want her to also be sent off to the same place Scott is being sent off to. I hate her. I hate her so much. She is gaslighting me the entire game. Like, literally, she's telling me. And not well. (laughs) Yeah, everything. I'm telling her I experienced something. And she's saying, no, no, Nancy, just admit you're wrong. Just admit you're wrong. You did something wrong. It's okay. Just admit it. She's literally actively gaslighting me the entire game. Like, it's not an enduring trait. <laughs> it's not. And it. we should like her. That should be the thing we like about her. That's why we should suspect her. Yeah. Right? Because as it is, it's like, why should we suspect her? Scott's an asshole. So, of course, he's going to get, you know, get kicked off. She should be endearing. She should... Be someone we want to take over for Scott. She should be like, oh, I'm so sorry about Scott. I want to really help you. Oh, yeah, Scott, don't worry about him. You know, he is just doing all these things. It's what he thinks is right. You know, one day, maybe when I'm in charge, we won't do it like that. So we should want her to take over, right? And we should also empathize with her. And we should want her to be in charge. Because that way we would want her to depose Scott, right? Yeah. So we want all of these things. Because what makes a good villain in any way is to empathize with them. So if she is a suspect, we want to empathize with that. And that is something she is actively doing. She is trying to make Scott get fired. Mm-hmm. That is something that's happening in the game. So we want to empathize with that. But right now I don't. Right now I also want her to get fucking fired because she's a fucking bitch. (laughs) I have other words for her. I just want to call Krollmeister and be like, nah, fuck these guys. They fucking suck. Just, just no. (laughs) I want to call, call Krollmeister and tell him to back Brooke. (laughs) Yeah. Brooke is more competent. Just go with Brooke. Because I hate all of the people on the Canute team, yeah. to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. But I really just want to tell her to fuck off and die, to be quite honest. So we just need to make her more likable, honestly. And also, can we just outright say she's native? Yeah. <laughs> can we just... We're in Oklahoma Someone in the team has to be native. She's the only one they've coded as native. Can we say she's outright native, please? Yeah, I mean... Please? Like you said, it's Oklahoma. I mean... At least one of them has to be native. Oklahoma was the reservation state. Please, make at least one of them native. 
Because otherwise, the only place where they've talked about native people is that one little place in Mon Paws where they talk about the Trail of Tears. You know, (laughs) for like a hot second. (laughs) Yes. And go, play Gold Rush or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Land Rush. Land Rush, Which is the worst. Which, isn't it about Manifest Destiny? (laughs) I mean, I think so. Okay, let's move on to Chase. So... Chase, no one talks like that. Especially no one in Oklahoma talks like that. No one in Oklahoma has that accent. <laughs> yeah, he's got that accent and he's local. No, he's he's got like it's a... Like, he sounds like he's from Arkansas or something. He does. Like, People in Oklahoma don't have that kind of southern it's, accent. It's super twangy and, and not right. People in Oklahoma don't have that kind of accent, so please just stop. <laughs> and they don't have those kind of, those kind of like, actual whatchamacallums, like colloquialisms. Like, at least do some research. Don't make up colloquialisms. People well, from Oklahoma play video games. Stick. <laughs> People from Oklahoma play video games, okay? <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. They play video games, like, and they're they gonna play video They exist in the 21st century. <laughs> so just stop. Um, and if you're going, if you're not gonna make Debbie native, you've already said that Chase... Is a local boy, so make him native. Yeah. So do one or the other, at least. Or both. Yeah. I say both. What's the harm so, in having multiple representation? Honestly. Like, please, make... Wouldn't it be great... We've got our one person of game? color in this, sh- in this game. Let's, would, uh, let's no, no, no. Wouldn't it be that. great? Wouldn't it be great with a game with only one white person? Oh my god, that would be so amazing. A game with just one white person. And it would just be Scott, the bad guy. <laughs> I would fucking love that. That'd be great. But um, otherwise, Chase is actually pretty good. I like the character Chase. But just please stop. Especially since it's like that whole, he's a hillbilly kind of a thing. Where it's like, please don't. People from rural areas are incredibly like... Like, these people are are not in any way um what's the word i'm looking for they're not like they're not rubes they're not it's not just some yeah fucking... they're not they're they're just not they have no um they're not stupid they're not the duke boys it's not yeah they just have <laughs> they have no um resources to other things they're just so don't portray them as hellbillies please these are people with very complex cultures you don't have to portray them as stereotypes and that's a very bad stereotype and you're not even portraying the correct stereotype you're portraying an appalachian person and in oklahoma for some reason like that's that's irritating to me (laughs) that's really irritating to me i know okay and now, for the person who is the worst to me is Frosty. Like, Ugh. I have no reason to sympathize with this man whatsoever. He sells footage illegally and scapegoats Nancy for it. And then somehow we're expected to feel bad about it. Like, okay, I get it. The real bad guy in the situation is capitalism. <laughs> but why is that our problem? <laughs> It's like, oh no, I got signed to this, I got signed to this, 
this uh, contract, and now everything that I shoot is owned by the Canute team. Which means even things I shoot outside of the scope of the team is owned by them, so I can't sell it to anywhere else. It's like, oh no, that sucks. Not my fault. (laughs) Has nothing to do with me. Not sure why you're fucking scapegoating me for that shit. Um, he and Debbie both knew we didn't do anything wrong, and they yelled at us about it, and told us to fucking own up for shit that we didn't do. So no, you know what? Please do something to make me not want to wake from him, want to walk away from him, and never go back to that basement. Because as soon as we, we confront him about that shit, I don't want to talk to him ever again. Nope. Mm Mm-mm. Because we spend that entire time being like, hey, I know that was you. Like, you you sold that, that footage. And I told you that I fixed the camera and you told everyone else that I didn't. And he's like, oh, well, you know, it was just my friend wanted to get into this. Oh, okay, I see. I see. <laughs> So and thought, so I'll now, just throw somebody under the bus and say that they fucked shit up when, you exactly. know. Because it's like, when we when we get back and we fix the camera, they're like, both, Debbie goes, it's fine, Nancy, just own up to it. We all do something wrong. Right? And then Frosty goes, you ruined it. You, it's fine. You just ruined, you just didn't fix the, compu- you just didn't fix the camera in time. And Scott is like, you didn't fix the camera, right? So they all, they throw us under the bus to Scott. And I'm supposed to just forgive them for that? Oh, fuck no. No, no, hell, they're getting left in the middle of a storm, man. So, no, you need to fix this game so Frosty doesn't do something like that. So Frosty can be selling the footage, but how about he handles it differently? He does something like, oh, Nancy, no, it's not your fault. It does that sometimes. You know, let me take you out to some ice cream to make you feel better. Yeah. Look at that. See, I don't hate him anymore. Immediately. All he had to do was just not treat us like it was our fault. It was the fault of the technology. Oh, no. God, the computer, the camera malfunctioned. Oh, you did everything you could to save it. And you know what? In these stories, especially when we know that there's sabotage going on, there is nothing more suspicious in a character than them being buddy-buddy. Like, because then it's exactly. like, what are they making up for? Like, because that, that makes people more, the more endearing they are, the more you're like, oh, are you the baddie? Like, <laughs> is that what's going on here? So. So, yeah, that's. How you fix the characters? I'm so sorry. It's been an hour. We're yeah. an hour on this one char- on this one <laughs> episode. So, in conclusion, make the story less boring by sprinkling it through instead of exposition dumping in one or two parts of the game. So, if we sprinkle it throughout the game instead of doing it in one or two parts, it's less boring. Make the game less like pulling nails <laughs> by giving more story appropriate puzzles. Yeah. So instead of ju- instead of making me suck out r- torment rodents, give me more story appropriate uh, puzzles. Make the characters people I wouldn't want to punch literally every time I talk to them. Except Scott, I should want to punch him. 
That's the point of him. Yes. Okay, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's how I would fix Trail of the Twister. Uh, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> so um, if you guys would fix this or stay for stay tuned for Danger differently, you guys can let us know on our Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, SoundCloud, or our Twitch page. Um you can always subscribe to our Twitch page. You could, or uh, so you can get access to our cute little wine glass emoji. Um, you can, or if you'd rather, you could buy us a digital coffee at ko-fi.com/slash Crawlmeister Sisters. Uh, as a reminder, I'm Risa. I'm Mariana, and we're the Crawlmeister Sisters. And as always, we're reminding you guys to stay sleuthy. <laughs>